what's going on family happy friday and welcome to another edition of the faction powered by bonnerfide radio hope you guys are doing well for our faction quick hits on a friday thanks so much for your continued support for all that we do here on the faction of course you can follow us on social media at the faction show that's on instagram facebook and twitter and of course you can subscribe to our podcast wherever it is that you get your podcast just search for the faction or the faction Bonnerfied. Again, thank you for your continued support. It is not something that we take for granted. So I want to start this in a slightly different way, and I'm probably going to end it in a slightly different way. So hopefully you'll enjoy the ride with me. I'm going to start by saying this. The world of pro wrestling um, for many, certainly during the pandemic era and other eras, have been designed to uh, obviously allow us to enjoy athletic competition, but also serve as a form of entertainment to take our minds off of current events. And so uh, personally, uh, the three of us have been a bit challenged this week um, with some things going on in our world and just haven't felt up to uh, trying to dive in, but I'm going to do my best to do that today um, to serve as a small escape for myself and hopefully for you guys that you can have a couple of minutes to get away from that madness to enjoy this madness. With that said, I want to dive into AEW versus WWE. The latest chapter of the Wednesday Night War took place this past Wednesday night, and uh, it really actually saw some big, big numbers for both groups. Apparently, a lot of folks feel like I do. In other words, they see the need to jump into pro wrestling during challenging times. Congratulations to AEW, who chalk up another big victory over an NXT. They picked up 827,000 viewers this past Wednesday, which is up a whopping 18% from the previous week. So Dynamite seems to definitely be on the upswing. Meanwhile, NXT continues to be on the upswing as well as they garnered 731,000 viewers, which is a 23% jump from the previous week. So if we're looking at it, NXT had the larger jump in viewers from week to week. AEW, though, continued to lead the pack. A 23% jump on NXT, an 18% jump on AEW. All of them are very significant. And both of them had great shows. AEW, of course, brought us the return of Mike Tyson. He was a part of AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view, and uh, he was part of the closing segment of Dynamite. We also saw a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the newly christened TNT Championship, and we got to see the debut of both Brian Cage, and I'll talk about one other debut in a second. On the NXT side, of course, we saw some great, great matches, a big tag team match that featured the NXT Women's Champion along with the top two contenders for the championship, that being Io Shirai and former champion Rhea Ripley. We also saw an encounter between Killer Cross and Tommaso Ciampa, and we saw the story of Drake Maverick continue as he wins a triple threat match to enter into the finals for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship tournament. Now, I have to say this. 
I absolutely loved what NXT presented, particularly their last match, the match in the pit or in the cage, um, which was a differently constructed cage than what we've seen in WWE. And certainly it was designed for a UFC or MMA field. But I got to tell you, what they brought us was probably way more intriguing for me, for those two, than a regular wrestling match. Timothy Thatcher, Matt Riddle, both of them were fantastic in that match. And again, it's kind of the different wrinkles that NXT is able to present. That MMA fighting style does work in pro wrestling. And I think that's the environment that it works in the most. So kudos to NXT for another great show. AEW pulling out the Mike Tyson card and again several WWE references were made in AEW's presentation this week uh, from the small jab from JR talking about their folks around the ring with no plexiglass clearly a rib or a blow to WWE's current uh environment where they're now having an audience of NXT performance center wrestlers separated by plexiglass and then on the other side of course the ending reference to Monday Night Raw from 10 years ago where Mike Tyson showed up to encounter Chris Jericho I love the fact that they are weaving these things into these stories it's history that can't be denied you know a full mention of not just Matt Hardy but the Hardy Boys uh, during AEW Dynamite this week another very significant moment and then I have to mention this too Pulling the Mike Tyson card. That's a big deal. Mike Tyson was a big part of the Attitude Era for WWE, WrestleMania 14. The referee, when Stone Cold Steve Austin wins his first WWE championship against Shawn Michaels. Of course, we saw him partnering with DX over the years. And I think it's interesting to see several personalities who have been long-standing personalities with WWE do business with AEW, Mike Tyson being one of them, Vicky Guerrero being another one. And I think that's, you know, very interesting considering the way that WWE has historically revered Eddie Guerrero, how WWE uh, employed Vicky Guerrero for quite some time, probably like 8 years if my memory serves me correctly. Um yeah, a, a significant relationship between WWE and Vicky Guerrero. And now Vicky Guerrero, of course, was in the audience for Double or Nothing and then is part of the cheering crew to introduce Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle for their pep rally this past Wednesday night. So major moves being made by AEW and perhaps of all of those moves, one of the biggest is the signing of the tag team formerly known as The Revival, now known as FTR. Maybe that stands for formerly The Revival. Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler showed up in AEW in a big, big way to seemingly rescue the Young Bucks from The Butcher and The Blade and tease the match that's been a dream match for years for pro wrestling fans between FTR and the Young Bucks. We know it's going to happen at some point. It has to. But for them to be in AEW, which I think I was one of the first to tell you that it would happen, for them to be in AEW in a landscape where tag team wrestling is celebrated is exalted, is lifted high, dare I say. Uh, it's a great, great moment for pro wrestling. And so 
I'll say this, it's a big night for pro wrestling when again, viewership is up 23% for one show, 18% for another show, you know, for AEW, it was off the back of a great pay-per-view, for NXT, it was just because there was great content, so I say to both NXT and to AEW, keep up the great work, and if you guys missed any of those shows, you can check them out on demand, on their mobile apps, etc., 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 but I think it was a big moment for both AEW and NXT, and I'm excited to see what they bring to the table next week. We know for sure that there are going to be two title matches on AEW Dynamite next week, uh, as Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc battle the tag team champions Adam Page and Kenny Omega, and Jungle Boy, who won the Battle Royal, gets his shot at the TNT Championship against Cody Rhodes. Then we also know on NXT, we've got the... Uh, NXT Cruiserweight Championship Finals as Drake Maverick battles El Ijo de Fantasma. The winner will walk away as the champion, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, and it's the go-home show for NXT's next pay-per-view in your house. So I think next week's going to be another big week for the NXT AEW Wednesday Night War, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. So let me know, which of these brands do you watch more of live, AEW or NXT? I know kind of my pattern, but I want to know what your pattern is. Which do you view live, AEW or NXT, or are you more committed to either of those brands? Let us know right now via social media. We would certainly love to hear from you. So I'm going to take the last minute or so to talk about something that I think is important. Um, you guys probably already know we, we try not to get into a lot of political things or a lot of government things here on the faction. But just what's happening here in the United States for those who are outside and aren't aware um, racism continues to rear its ugly head here in the United States. And we've covered that in the world of pro wrestling. We've had Mark Henry on to talk about it. We've had others to talk about uh, what's going on in the world of pro wrestling relative to racism. Whenever racism rears its ugly head, it has an impact. And I will just say this, representing my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, our fourth horseman, John Murray, Racism is real in the United States. It's a very tense time in the United States in the middle of a pandemic. And I just want you to know that as committed as we are to bringing you pro wrestling information and, and action and conversation, we are impacted heavily by what's happening here in the United States. And um, I am certainly open to a conversation with any of you guys about what's happening. And I don't know, maybe one day we may even uh, do a podcast dedicated to what's happening, because as much as we love pro wrestling, Lots of life is impacting us right now, and um, it's just a tough, tough space. So I would just say this, as uh, as we learned with Hana Kimura last week, I think it's time for us to be kinder to each other, be more compassionate to each other, be a bit more understanding. If you are a person who walks in any degree of advantage, consider those who may not have the same advantages as you be kinder, be more considerate. Um, I think for some people, 
It's not something you've ever thought about before, but I want to challenge you to think about it because I would dare say that several of you are in the same positions we are in, feeling hopeless, feeling helpless um, in a scenario and in a country where racism has been systemic and it has been longstanding. And so my thoughts very are very, very simple. Let's just be kinder, let's be a lot more considerate, and let's join in the fight to end something that isn't good for anybody. I know those who benefit from racism think that it's good for them, but in the end, it's really not. We are better than this. We can be better than this. We can do more than this. And uh, I, th I say this, there are points of commonality that we can walk in. If we're all listening here to this podcast, we love wrestling. That ought to, if nothing else, bring a degree of compassion for you, for your fellow man. All right. So with that said, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts. You can reach out to us by way of social media at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Share this podcast with your friends, with your loved ones. Make sure you're following us because we've been dropping some exclusive content. If you missed our video quick hits on The Undertaker, The Last Ride, it's available right now on IGTV or on our Facebook page. So go and check that out. Leave some comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again. Until next time, it's me and GB, Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and of course, John Murray. Collectively, we are the faction. Stay safe, guys. <laughs> <laughs>